Oh, hey. How you guys doing? I'm Bud Elliott. This is the Nolcast, and this is a Winston reaction show. Yeah, Winston reaction. Because Florida State just went up there, got the W against Clemson. If you guys are tapping in, really appreciate it. Go ahead and like the video. Let's break this thing down. Let's discuss what we saw. Let's discuss what we liked. Let's discuss what we didn't like. Streak's over. Clemson won seven straight. No more. All right. 31-24. I guess we'll start something here. Matt Thompson, love you, buddy, but that noon game didn't suck. That was pretty cool, man. All right. Wow. I mean, what a what a game. That was just that was insane. Um, if you're going to have a special season, you need you, you need some breaks. Florida State got a couple. They also, you know, I thought got a couple bad calls against them. I, I, I mean, I'm still kind of processing what I just watched, but looking at this, you know, you have. I think a very good football team in Florida state. Are they a great football team? Not really, but they're a damn good football team. Like, I mean, yes. Did you need a little luck to win this? Sure. But you were outgained on the day, but not on a per play basis, which is kind of crazy, right? Clemson, 429 yards, Florida state, 311 yards per play, Florida state, 5.5. Clemson, 5.4. Now look, so on an efficiency basis, who was better? Kind of coin flippy, right? Clemson obviously had an extra drive because you had a defensive touchdown. Kalen Deloach, shout out, longtime member of the program. I think it says something, you know, that you can play that much man coverage and and still, you know, not give up a ton of of explosive plays. I mean, Clemson had, I think, two pass plays over 20 yards all day. So we we can sit here and we, we can talk about, hey, a lot of man coverage, a, a lot of a lot of you know passes exploited. Sorry, they had three because uh, because Tyler Brown had two. I think if you're gonna play that much man or that much really aggressive quarters, you you kind of you kind of deal with it, right? Like that's that's typically something you would see uh when you are playing a more of like a passive zone defense. Not, not a pretty aggressive man-to-man defense. Florida State was like, hey, we like our DBs. Clemson should be noted, by the way, that Williams, probably Clemson's best receiver, didn't play in this game. Obviously, Turner was already out for the year. We had discussed that. Florida State was betting heavily uh, that the Knowles could cover Clemson's guys. And at times, they couldn't, by the way. like that That was not always a great bet. But you did get some things out of playing that aggressively. Now, I think we also learned, like, good God, if Clemson's backups can do that to you, that may not be a thing you can do against other football teams. Although you did it at times against LSU and got away with it. But you also got six tackles for loss. You also got three sacks, including a defensive score. You also, you know, stood up twice in the red zone. So, yeah, like Clemson definitely had 
a lot of frustrating third downs. I'm sure if you guys watched it, like, good God. I, I mean, they felt like they converted thirds all the time. They got more push in the run game than I think you probably would prefer. They were only 6 of 14 on third down, by the way. But it 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 damn sure felt like more than that. But in playing aggressively on defense, you, know, you, you did create some negative plays that were drive-enders. I thought that was pretty big. Uh, Clemson definitely had the advantage on on the your middle of the field players, right? Your backers, your safeties in coverage kind of got picked on a little bit. And you know, they had some kind of questionable pass interference stuff too, but again, uh people don't want to hear this. Scoring on defense is typically considered luck, right? Uh but regardless whether you scored or not there, uh, you you were going to get the ball back cuz you just had a huge, you know, drive ending um sack there which is a pretty good call and, and yeah Clemson busted the protection but pressure burst pipes right and Clemson uh, they busted protections quite a bit on the day so that's it's definitely something to, to consider there so yeah it was a frustrating game watching it defensively but you did get some stops right I, I was texting with with Chad and Shannon and Graham during the game and I was like look man it does feel like you're forcing Clemson to live on the razor's edge. Some of these plays that Clemson is making, they they're very like they're this, right? I mean, Clemson made some really good plays. They weren't always wide open. Some of them were, and some of them were good coaching. I mean, uh, Clemson's OC just OC'd a team to the national championship game. But you did contest a lot of balls, right? Like you you played pretty aggressively. And I kind of thought you outcoached them in this football game in terms of game management. You know, I Mike played the Mike played the field or the uh, the, the timeout game correctly there, right? Like he he went for the fourth downs when it was the opportune time to go for them. He punted when when the card said um when the card said to punt. Now look that takes balls, okay? Understanding that you need to, to, to go for, for something, it sounds great in a meeting because it's going to increase your win probability by one or 2%, maybe, maybe a half percent. Think they needed that half percent today? Because I kind of do. It's a lot different to get out there and to realize, okay, if, if you don't get this, the game could go bad. You have to be willing to lose big if you want to maximize your chance to win close, because the if you do the things that allow you to win, but you fail at those things, despite like you, you, your attempt, then the opponent's going to get the ball, and they're they're, they're probably going to go score a little bit, right? Yeah, um, so that's that's what they did. I thought they they did a, a decent job of coaching this football game overall. Um, if you get a couple calls, maybe you win it in regulation. Obviously, you know, Clemson, I don't know. Are you happy with the overall defensive effort? Maybe yes, maybe no. I, I, 24 to, to that team feels like about the maximum points I think you should allow and say decent job, especially against Clemson's backup receivers. You know, like that's problematic, right? You, you, you didn't get a ton of pass pressure w- without blitz, which again – you know, I don't think uh, I don't think it's a good sign. 
but you did get it done. You're not going to give this win back. Um, at this point, I would be surprised if you don't at least make it to the ACC championship game. And who knows? You might rematch those guys. You might rematch Miami. Hell, you may you may, may play Duke. Um, you may not play Clemson, by the way, because Clemson already has two losses in conference. So, yeah. By the way, I don't know what the hell is going on with my ring light. This is – by the time I do cover three tonight, I'm going to have to get this figured out because this is not great. Um, yeah, that's that's a pretty huge pretty huge win to get. You know, it, it it allows you to stay on track for the goals that you had in the preseason, you know, which are at the bare minimum make the conference championship game, which you haven't done in many years, have a realistic shot to win the conference championship game. Uh, you know, maybe make the college ball playoff if everything breaks right, which it could. It certainly could. So, Kay Klubnik, 25 of 38 for 283. Clemson, 41 rushes for 146. But that doesn't really tell the whole story. I mean, their backs were 28, you know, for what, 136? That's a pretty good day running the football, honestly. Um, and given what Clemson had at receiver, you know, I uh, – I think that's problematic. Um, you know, like that's that's not great. You should be really shutting down that run game and then seeing what you can do, you know, elsewhere. But we'll see. Um, I thought Bethune played a hell of a game. I thought Patrick Payton really, like, stepped up there in the fourth quarter. What do you have? Two tip passes, two pressures. Uh, just that that was needed. Because Verse was not really getting home. You know, like Patrick Payton played a huge game for you down the stretch. I I thought Renardo's coverage on, on that guy, by the way, was pretty fine. Right? I mean, like to me, that was that was fine. Like, you know, that was the the, the receiver slips down and grabs him. I, I don't know. Like maybe that guy's a tremendous actor, but to me, I, I thought that was a little a little sketch. You know, um, all right. That was, that was damn good. Big time win. Have not got a win up there in a long time. Snap the seven game losing streak. Sometimes you need a little luck, right? I don't know if that's their A game. It might be their A game right now, you know? And I think that's kind of the next point, right? You have some interesting stuff coming up here. Pull this up, just make sure I got it right. I got it memorized, but then if I say it wrong, you know. You get a bye week. Then you got Virginia Tech. Vatek lost to Marshall today. And Marshall covered. It wasn't, it wasn't fluky. Then you got Syracuse which had to run its quarterback 25 times against Purdue and did struggle with Army today for a little bit. So you basically have 28 days until you go play a team that could actually beat you if you don't play well, right? I mean, Duke beat Clemson. It's a time for some healing. 
I think it's a time to get some things ironed out, a time for some more experience. But that starts an interesting stretch because then you got Wake Forest, a team that you have really played poorly under Mike Norvell. You got Pitt, which we'll see about Pitt. I'm I'm a little skeptical about about Pitt right now, given the, the quarterback problems that they seem to be having. Um, a lot of people in the chat angry at Fuller. I I mean, look, guys, did Fuller call an amazing game? No. Do I think it's kind of a gamble keeping the defensive staff and like together? Yeah, I do. I, I think it's absolutely a gamble. Um, but. They did make some pretty good second half adjustments. The FSU's defense scored just as much in the second half as as, as Clemson did, right? Did, did, I, did I miss anything on that? Um, so, yeah, was it better to not have to make all these second half adjustments? Did Florida State let another team go way over its team total in the first half? Yeah, they did. But, uh, guys, just appreciate it for what it is. This is not a national championship caliber team, okay? Can we please just be happy about getting the win, competing for the conference, staying alive, having a chance to go to the playoff potentially, right? This is a good football team. This is the best team you've had in definitely over a half decade. And, and you know, I mean, not a decade, obviously, because you've had a like maybe one of the better teams of all time in, in 2013. But like, this is a good football team. This is a program that looks to be on the right track. Let's let's appreciate that for what it is. I mean, I was on a show this week with 24-7 Sports, and the, the guy I was arguing with, who I respect a lot, Carl Reed, you know, he, he's got me on the Colorado stuff, and we both picked FSU to win, and he, he said, I think Florida State's the best team in the country. I was like, I, I don't see that, man. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm appreciating this win and not complaining about stuff because I don't think that they have a whole lot of super elite guys on this team. I don't. Like I think you're going to see a lot of guys who probably on Instagram over the summer think they're getting drafted and, and they don't. Or they go like last day, you know. Let's appreciate a veteran team staying in the fight. Okay? Like they could have been really really bummed when they were down 10 when the quarterback's not playing great, right? You know when when they're they're getting out physical at times, but they just there's not a lot of quit in these guys. You know, like that's that's important, man. Like and, and it it just felt like as long as they could keep it within 10, and they did at multiple times, or didn't allow it get to get back to 10, that they would have a shot. And, and to be frank, like Norvell didn't even scheme up like the wide open stuff. Clemson's defense, to their credit, before I start talking about FSU's offense more. Both those Clemson linebackers are going to be drafted and probably pretty highly. They schemed up a lot of stuff to Jaheim Bell, and Clemson covered the hell out of it. Like That's clearly where FSU thought they could get some stuff. Clemson has some really good, really good corners, and they, they were very competitive, I would say, against Johnny and Keon all day. And yet, I mean, look, 25 targets to those guys, they only caught 10 balls but they went for 180 yards. I mean, that's that's two-thirds of FSU's yardage is to those two studs on the outside. You know, Johnny makes the big catch down the sideline there, which ended up FSU not scoring on the drive. It'd be nice if he could have caught the other one, but, um, you know, like that's a lot of shots outside the numbers FSU's taking. 
I thought Clemson, uh, man, Xavier Thomas today, I don't think his PFF grade is going to be in the 50s or, or 60s like it was against Duke and like it was against FAU. I was I was pretty impressed with that. Um, you know, Florida State is not a great team. Um, you know, that's definitely um, that's that's definitely something that is is evident. But they are a good team. I think they're a well coached team. Um, and they're a team that does have not a second preseason because you can't you can't really call conference games that. But they do have like 21, 28 days to work on some stuff, to really work on some stuff. Offensively, that's going to be run game. Travis did not keep the ball today, uh, hardly at all. That surprised me quite a bit, honestly. I think if, if you play him, he's got to be able to run. Now, he did take a huge shot early, you know. Um, and that was that was problematic. Um, so I, I kind of wonder if if maybe things change after he took that hit. I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Uh, comment section going nuts about Bama Ole Miss. I'm trying not to have multiple games on because it, it's hard to podcast and do an instant reaction and watch the chat and also watch other games. So I will catch up with those uh, in a little bit. I mean, Travis, 21 of 37, 289 which is not good, obviously. Two two touchdowns, no picks. How many like serious turnover-worthy throws did they have? Because I I think it's probably what one or two? The 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 fadeaway kind of desperation thing is something that is I mean, that's twice now in, in key games that he did this against LSU too. Um but the guy's clearly banged. I thought that early hit was you know was was pretty bad. And I wonder how much that you know caused him to, to struggle, um, you know, later on. But he stayed in there. He did make some good throws down the stretch. Like the ball to Johnny is a little out in front, yeah. But like that, only Johnny could catch it. You know, I I, I think that's it, it's a gutty effort. You know, um, yeah. I, it, it's it's a very gutty effort. Offensive line wise. I do think this is an area that can improve, honestly. Now, Marie Smith getting hurt, you know, was was a problem. You actually were kind of rolling there on offense a little bit before before uh, Mo went out. And that was, what was that, early third quarter or late second? You had a couple drives in a row where you you, know, you, you were able to, to do that. Run game out of sync. I, I don't think this offensive line has future professional football players on it. Or if so, not many. Clemson is a good defensive front on the interior. Uh, I think that was disappointing, certainly, the way you played that um, on the uh, on, like the, the tackles today were, really did struggle. Byers struggled. Thomas uh, played by far the best game I've, I've seen him play. Uh, he did not look like that against Duke. And he did not look like that against FAU. So, yeah, not great um, on that, but we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see how they're able to, to develop. There was not a lot of stuff. Um, sorry, what I, what I put Washington at tackle. Not really. Like, I think we've seen what his abilities and limitations are. You know, um, I, I don't think he's a guy who needs to play in space. Um, you know, but ultimately like a pretty, pretty damn good football team got here and a nice win. 
Okay. I don't know if they're a top five team or if they're a top 10 team or like a top 12 team. I think a lot of that depends on Jordan. Like Jordan's not going to win the Heisman now, pretty obviously, unless things go crazy. But if he gets, you know, if he gets a little more healthy, if he gets healthier or at least gets to a place where he can play with it, if the offense can get a little more in sync, um, you know, like that's, that's something that, that you can definitely work with. Um, now, if you had told me that the offense was going to look like what it looked like at Boston College and that Florida State would still win the game, you know, that I'd be like, no, that, that's not going to happen. Like they need to be considerably better on offense or maybe Clemson's offense just falls apart. If you had told me the offense would be a little bit worse in terms of operationally, than it was against Boston College. Like, not the stuff that Clemson controls, but the stuff that you control. And that Clemson would make a bunch of extremely good plays against your defense. Like, there weren't a whole lot of, like, complete coverage busts and stuff. There was some stuff you want to clean up. but And you would still win the game. I don't know that I would have believed you. You know? Like, that's... That's damn impressive. You stayed in the fight. You got the stops you needed to get at the end. The missed field goal clearly helps. But, I mean, do you play that a little differently? I, I don't know. Probably not. Um, but that's part of it. Special teams-wise, I thought, and, and Florida State's not a team that punts a lot, typically. Uh, how about Mastromano today? Six punts, 296 yards of punts, long of 59, average of 49.3 Four punts of 50 plus two inside the 20. Hello, hidden yards all day. That was that was extremely impressive. Um, Florida State covered kicks pretty well. They covered punts well. Um, you know, like that's that's a, that, that's that's really really good. You know, that's that's what you want to see. They they won a game at Clemson without their A game. Did they even have their B game? Did you just go win? I, granted, like Clemson will tell you they're not full strength, and I, I get it. Like, they're down two receivers. Probably should have used the portal. But, I mean, what was that? Like, Florida State's B minus game? And they they still won at Clemson, a place they they have not won in a long time? I mean, seven-year losing streak stopped? I thought that was pretty huge. Uh, people ask, why is Florida State sticking with the run game? Um, well, yeah, good question. I think a lot of it is because those are the looks that Clemson was giving. Like Clemson was very concerned, I think, even with those good corners about Johnny and, and, and about Keon. And at times, that was the look. And Clemson said, hey, we can defend this thing with a light box because your offensive line is just not great, you know? Uh, and they were right in many cases. That's basically what Florida did, did to Tennessee this weekend. Florida State was – or Tennessee was, was missing, like, what, two pretty key offensive linemen, and Florida's got a good defensive front, and they really just kind of smacked them around while staying in a too-high shell. Uh, you know, that's – that's what they did. Like, Clemson's not dummies. I thought they had a pretty good defensive game plan. I'll watch it more from the All-22. 
Um, pass blocking is okay. Yeah, I mean, it is, but also, like, do you want to drop back 50 times? Maybe you do. Maybe you should, actually, drop back 50 times. I, I don't I don't know. Anyway, uh, we need to thank some sponsors here, for sure, before I continue. How about the team at Legendary? 844 FSU loan, 844-FSU loan. Over 500 Nolcast listeners have got their mortgage through the Legendary team. I've done it twice. Awesome experience. I don't know if they're in the chat right now, but uh, kind of hanging on to see if, if Graham's gonna gonna jump in the chat. Um, yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, that's that's a hell of a sponsor we have there. Graham is not texting back yet. Graham, if you're watching this, tap in, man. I, I, I texted you the link if we can, if we can. All right, congruity, tremendous job by them as well. Matt Lewis, them just what do we have? 10 clients now, I think it is. Uh, 10 businesses have decided to use congruity for their payroll, for their HR, for their organizational needs. A great partner of ours as well. Uh, I didn't mean to spike the, the Madison Social hat, but um, you know today's noon game did not suck. That'll make a return pretty soon. Um, yeah. Also, Homefield, our partner Homefield, does a tremendous job. I'm getting that bomber jacket pretty soon. I don't know how the weather is. By y'all uh, in Orlando, it is. It's still a little hot for a bomber jacket, but it's coming. Like you can kind of you walk out to get the paper, and you say, "All right, uh, I, I can feel it." The football weather is coming. I see a lot of negativity in the chat. I just I don't, I don't think so, guys. There is no scenario in which I could tell you, hey, you will sit here 4 o'clock, September 23rd, and you're 2-0 and against those two teams. You're still fairly healthy overall, and you beat Boston College and Sutter Miss too. Every single person in the chat would have taken 4-0, no matter what. No matter what, okay? And if I had told you, by the way, Bama kind of looks like ass. All right. And if I had told you, oh, yeah, uh, Ohio State might or might not have a quarterback. You know, and if I had said, uh, well, Georgia doesn't exactly look amazing right now. Uh, the Pac-12 may or may not beat itself up. We'll see. I mean, Oregon looks pretty good. They're up. Uh, they're up two touchdowns on uh, on Colorado early. You know, uh, if I had told you that Michigan offense still doesn't look right, that Clemson would have two losses, that Florida would already have a loss. I, I mean, look, this could be a weird year, right? It, it could. There's clearly some things going on, but you got a very good football team, and you're 4-0. Cool. How many times has this team had like kind of crappy breaks in the last two, three years? Decent number, right? So, yeah. Oh, no. Mike Beckel said he tore his hamstring uh, running around the house today celebrating the victory, and he's 41. Yeah, that's not great. Mike, uh, we really appreciate uh, your your dedication. But, man, like, wow. Uh, is this FSU's first overtime win on the road ever, Dr. No says? 
I no, I don't think so. I think they, they have to have one, right? I mean, you got a four and zero football team here. Pretty damn impressive. This is a is a good football team. I think it's a very good football team. It has the opportunity to improve and to see if it can become a better football team and to become because I do think that maybe just maybe like maybe you don't have to be like a, a stone cold you know, on a power rating standpoint like a 30 or a 32 or you know, like that 2019 LSU team or I guess you know post game that 2018 Clemson team like maybe you don't have to be like a 36 or a 38 to win a national title this year there are teams out there that do it that are not that right they're just really good teams that run good and maybe the rest of the sport is not not totally amazing you know you're 4-0 let's talk more on monday i'm excited about this i'll see you guys and everybody like the video share it on social really appreciate it and can't wait to talk to graham about this